Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. One, two, three. It's a hard next life. It is a hard next life. A hard next life. Oh, it's a hard next life. It's a hard next life. It is a hard next life. A hard next life. Oh, it's a hard next life. What up, Knicks fans, and what is up, Barry motherfucking D? What is up, Craig? And good day to Jay, a.k.a. Blanderson Hoover. Good day to you as well, Craig. The Knicks are back, guys. We finally got to see Deuce McBride. Not really. Quentin Grimes. <laughs> Not really. But we got to see all the other Knicks we love. Uh, we're going to talk about that game against the Pacers, preseason game number one. We're going to listen to your voicemails, and we got some exciting news. This is, the, by the way, the least you guys have ever talked to me in the intro. I think. Really? What the fuck's going on here? You're not. Well, you're not asking for. Uh, you're not asking any questions. Yeah, you want just, to interrupt talking. you? Usually, you yell at us if we interrupt you. God forbid. Was it the 23 minute delay that Blandy put us on in the show? It's just takes a lot out of you, doesn't it? It does, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I oh, sign God. on. I <laughs> I set my shit up. I get the Zoom link to start this fucking podcast recording, and then yeah, there's like a major speed bump. And he goes by the name of Blanderson Hooper. It, <laughs> He's a major First of all, speaker. it's not my yeah. fault that the email's not working, number one. And number two, why didn't somebody text me and say, what are you doing? Why did it take me saying, what's going on? Why did I have to text you and say, what happened at 1030? Why didn't somebody say, where the hell are you? I don't like your tone. The fact that like it's not your fault that you didn't get the email, almost like you're saying it's our fault. No, it's not your fault, but it's not my fault either. And Craig usually sends a text that says, sent the link, and he didn't do that this time. Blandy kept kept sending us stills of his desktop, (laughs) proving that he did not get the email. Craig usually sends a text that says, sent the link. There's a theme here. Not really. There's a theme here, Jay. Your computer just sucks. It is amazing. Week after week. I I was telling Craig, you know, as we were waiting for you to, to sign on eventually, that you actually had better success with your like old iPad and old laptop in the middle of the woods, in the middle of nowhere. I know. Compared to this new computer that you got. They're going to end up having to replace this computer. And Barry, what you said is right. Jay, it's What's time that? to upgrade your email from <laughs> optonline.net. Yeah, that, 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 that's one step removed from AOL.com. Uh, what do you mean? What's I mean, g- get a Gmail, get a Yahoo, get a Hotmail. I have, online. I have a yeah, Gmail. A Hotmail would be an improvement. I have a Gmail through school. Optonline.net. That's the email my parents use. I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> I mean, what do I need email for? Who, who uses email, really? What does that even go through? Your cable? What is that? Yeah, it's the cable company. Email's free. You can get a free email account. Uh, I have a free email account. I don't, I don't need to... Open another email account. There's no yeah, reason. Does it work? You're not getting the emails from us. <sighs> Even when you send us the show at the end of the when you send me the show, that sometimes takes forever. No, that's not true. Now you just now you just. Barry, am I making on. that up? You always have get we not mine waited first. forever for no, Jay. You, sometimes you're so full of shit. That's just that's bullshit. Wherever you listen to the show, remember to leave us a five star rating and or a positive review, and please subscribe to the one podcast that is about to invite all of you to become members of this team 
as much as you want to be. Guys, are we really about to do this? Is this a good idea? Sure. I don't see why not. I mean, a good <laughs> idea? It's not a bad idea. Starting right now, you go on to patreon.com backslash hardnickslife. And there's some options on there for you, including getting the chance to sit in with us live every single week that we're recording the podcast. You can watch us rip on Blandy, which is fun. Right, Barry? Is that not worth a few dollars a month? Oh, absolutely. To see him shaking his head or rolling his eyes or sitting back in his chair. Absolutely. You get to be on the Zoom link with us. We will send you the Zoom link and the day and time every week for the show. And you get to come on. We're going to see you. You're going to see us. And we're even going to open it up to questions during the show and comments from all of you. Yeah, no longer is it only voicemails, but it'll now be live questions and comments. You want to wave your arms in the air, you know, because you got something to say. We're probably going to ignore you until it's time, but you might get our attention. I mean, there's no telling what can happen on that. But you show. can raise your hand, right? Don't you raise your hand in Zoom? You can that... raise your Zoom hand, but you can yeah. also physically raise your hand. You can flash us. I think we'd all be into that. Yeah, but it's essentially right. being in a live studio no, audience. No, Jay, you don't want flashing. I'm not up for flashing. Depends who. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say we have three people watching us. That's going to be embarrassing, right? It might very well happen. All right. Well, I mean, that would be a, a very small. It's going to be very awkward. You miss a hundred percent of the hockey shots <laughs> that you take from center ice. So, That's right. That's what that. likes to say. You nailed it. You know, I was having dinner at my parents this weekend, and my fucking wife, it slipped out of her mouth that we're going to be doing this. Uh-oh. The podcast live. What did mom and dad say? In front of whoever wants to join. What did mom say? Did she tell you to watch your language? Well, first of all, I was like, listen, first of all, I was angry that my wife said it, because I don't need my mom coming on when I'm doing the show live. Oh. <laughs> you know? Interesting. So I was like, Mom, first of all, you are not allowed to be a member of the audience ever. And she was like, why not? I was like, because then I can't be myself. And then we had this whole thing. She was like, that's not you, Craig. That's not you. I've heard you on there. That is your persona. So this right now, this is not you, according to, to, to Mom Axe. This is- uh... and in, I didn't want to push it too much, but in my head, I was like, that's pretty much fucking me. <laughs> you didn't want to disappoint her? <laughs> she was like, do you, do you talk like that the rest of your life? I'm like, no, I can't. But this is, obviously, this is what's going on in our heads a lot of the time, what we talk about. Just feel free to be honest here. And then she said she might go on anonymously. What? Yeah. Could you imagine? Like what, in disguise or with a, with a blank video screen? <laughs> so dude, if we like have a... any blank screens, I am not letting... I will kick people out if they're blank. If it's no. Set up like a, a no, fake you should Patreon. Tell, you, you have to allow blank screens. Well, so what, what, what watch. if they, you don't have to watch fine, them? Fine, I need. You'll have to announce yourself. I'll have to ask you a question so I can make yeah, sure. Like, what you're if somebody's in their That's underwear? It. Craig, who gives a shit? That that means that they they paid the Patreon. Who cares? You don't have to quiz them or ask them. Come on. What if it's my mom? Can't talk about platypussy and crumb cake <laughs> sex with my mom right there. Wait, can't talk about what? Platypussy. <laughs> 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 So go to www.patreon.com backslash hardnickslife. The next show is going to be next Monday around 9.30, 10 p.m. We'll let you know. 
BetOnline.ag is back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back for another football season. BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use our promo code BLEAV. That's believe to receive your bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. Knicks Pacers preseason game number one. Knicks pull it out. <laughs> 125 to 104. I tweeted out this interesting stat. We scored 125 points only four times in non-overtime games all last season, including the preseason. And here we are, game number one. We put up a ton of points. We weren't like shooting the lights out or anything. The starters across the board played pretty well. Great contributions from the point guards. Kemba, D-Rose, quickly. I think that's the first thing I want to talk about. It was just nice getting consistent point guard play every minute of the game. Yeah, right? no liability yes. of point guard anymore. It's fantastic. What a pleasure to watch. Yeah, from beginning to end and and, and not having to look at a starting lineup pregame with, a, with an Alfred Payton or Jarrett Jack. I mean, this season, I'm actually happy and I know I'm going to be happy with every starting lineup that they trot out there. It's all I've wanted. For years. Yeah, Kemba Walker finished with 12 points, four assists, three boards, a plus 12 on the night. Rose, eight points, three assists, four boards, a plus 10 on the night. And then Emmanuel quickly, 10 points, seven assists, six rebounds. Zero turnovers. Uh, zero for Emmanuel? Yeah. Yeah. How many turnovers did the three of them have, have combined? The entire team only had three turnovers yeah, compared crazy. to the Pacers' 16. That's- the, the 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 control that the Knicks had and the pressure on their of their defense to cause sixteen turnovers yeah. one of the biggest factors of the game. I mean, I know it was lopsided, so you know how, how close you can look at something. But that stat to me um, was that's was, unbelievable. Was unbelievable. Actually, looking at the stats, it's so zero turnovers for any three of those guys. Kemba yeah. rose quickly. That's right. That's right. The other big thing for me, you know, just looking from a team standpoint, you want to look at the summary is, you know, don't get don't get discouraged by that. 29.7% of team three-point shooting. The starting five shot 41% from three, nine of 22 shooting. So, I mean, the three-point shooting was great. They got good looks. You said um, nine of 22? Yeah, nine of 22 from the five stars. That, that means the rest of the team was like two of like 15 or 16. Fair, but it did it matter? No, it didn't no, in no. this game. The bench, except for Alec Burks, was 0 for 12 from three. Alec Burks was the only one who hit a three from the bench, and he was two of three. Yeah, and a couple of those were were, were right at the end. You know, McBride got in the game, yeah. Knox got in the game, and they yeah. each got up like, you know, two or three apiece. So, I yep. mean. Quickly fired off his four, four three-pointers from no man's land. Right, which I'm not going to be upset at that either because the rest <laughs> of his game was was terrific. It was great. He was, he was setting up his teammates better than Kemba and Derek. And not he only that, because this isn't going to show up in the box, but his defense looked great. He was right up on guys every single possession. Um, he recovered really well. So if he did play somebody tight and they were either, you know, they got by him or they got, um, you know, over a screen, he was able to get back in front of his man super quick. He was guarding that that rookie, Chris, du- uh, Chris Duarte, 
most of the game. Um, and as good as Duarte looked, he didn't really do that well when Quickly was on him, which was most of the time. Um, and, and the other thing from from Quickly is, I mean, and again, it contributed to these assists that he had, but he kept his head up the entire game. Those long court passes to the open man, you know, wide open. He always had his head up. I I was really impressed with Quick tonight, and I think it's going to show throughout the rest of the season. Julius Randle and R.J. Barrett led the team in points. Julius had 20 points. R.J. Barrett had 17, but a pretty quiet 20 and 17 from those guys. Yeah, yeah. How uh, did Randall I, look to you? He had some he had some interesting like circus type shots during the game. He looked a little uncomfortable out there. It's I'd gonna say. be a new role for Randall. I mean, he was the engine of this team last year, but now it's not like that. It's a more balanced offensive unit. And I think it's gonna take him a little bit to get his, you know, feet underneath him as far as knowing what his role exactly is, you know. Um, and that's the thing. I mean, this team has a lot of guys that are gonna get it and go. You know, and we saw that from the team, you know, uh, the pace of play, which obviously they want to stress this season. It showed in tonight's game for sure. Um, and that's the thing, you know, it's not like last year where, you know, 50 percent of the time you felt like Randall was setting up the offense. He's not going to be doing that this year. So, you know, hopefully he settles into his role. Um, I'm not going to overreact to his shooting performance, you know, because he had, uh, you know, a bunch of shots that he missed that normally he would make. But again, it's game one, and and it's not like you needed him to do that for you this game. It's interesting you said that that it was like more balanced because it did not. It did, I didn't even pick up on it during the game, but not, it wasn't the offense was never running through Randall, right? And it wasn't really, really running no. through anyone in particular. And then they finished with twenty six assists, three turnovers, like you said, which is a great ratio. The passing and was, was really dominating good. The ball. Everybody looked to pass. There was really good ball me- ball movement. I mean, sometimes to a fault because it would get late in the shot clock. And then, I mean, I think you saw it even the first possession of the game. You know, the shot clock gets down. There was a lot of passing. And then who ends up taking the, the first shot of the game is Taj Gibson. You got four other shooters on the court and Taj is taking your shot. I mean, he ended up having a great game today. Um, you know, scored more than he normally would. Um, so it didn't hurt them there either. Um, but it's just interesting. You know, they they... They got to find. I think they got to penetrate a little bit sooner um, in their offensive sets than they did than they showed tonight. What What do you What is your expectation in terms of of his assist numbers this year? Like how who, many? Who? Like Randall? Like how many? You think that goes down? I mean, he was six. Oh, last it's got to go down because he's not going to have the ball in his hands like as much. Four? I'd be surprised. I'd be surprised if it's above four. Yeah. I mean, it really shouldn't be. No, not it with, shouldn't. Not Again, he's not going to have the ball in his hands as much as he did. Yeah, He's going to also, well, he's not going to have the ball in his hands as much and be running the point like he did at times last year, probably. He does have a lot more capable players around him. Oh, yeah. There'll probably be a lot of like drive to the hoops and kick outs and stuff like that, I would think. Which could lead to some more assists as well. Yeah, and he got some good looks from three um, this game. And that's, you know, as a result of everybody else being able to space the floor, um, drawing in the defense and leaving him beyond the arc. And, you know, because of last season, he should he should command some of that respect from behind the line. Hopefully that, that you know, above 40% three-point shooting continues for him. And then you got the guy who couldn't get out of Randall's shadow last year, Obi Toppin, who was one of my highlights mm. for this game. 10 Absolutely. points, five boards, just 14 minutes. Didn't get a ton of time again, but it felt like he got a lot of time. When he was out there... It was so much different than last year. Frazier even mentioned it. Last season when he would get the ball, he'd either shoot it or get rid of it right away. And tonight you saw things that he wasn't doing last year, whether it was the steal and then 
handling the ball all the way at the break amongst like two or three pacers to to score or that play in the fourth where he set himself up with the, that spin move and that bank off the glass. That was, he that was really that was gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. He showcased himself really good in this game, you know, and, and yeah, exactly to your point and to Clyde's point. Yeah. Last season. Yeah. He would always look to get rid of the ball super fast. And now he's got options. He knows he doesn't have to pass. He can shoot. He can put the ball on the wood. Yeah. Remember last year I was like pleading with him to just not let your first shot be a three pointer. Yeah. And then his first shot would be a three. His second shot would be a three. It's like all he took were threes. Today from two-point land, he was four of eight. He was 0 for two from three. Finished four of 10. His his main priority in this game was not just chucking up threes, which was no. great to see. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot, a yeah, lot and he took like a lot. He took a three like at the end, at the very end of the game when, you know, the outcome was already decided. So it was just, you know. So he looked good. I was excited to see the rookies a little bit tonight. And uh, that didn't exactly happen. Not much. But we did get to see 25 minutes of Jericho Sims, which was the fourth most minutes on the team. The last guy we drafted, obviously with Mitch and Nerlens not playing, Jericho was going to get a lot of time. But he looked good too. Eight points, six boards, two assists. They were looking for him on the lob as much as they could. And he's fun. He's fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. as good as he looked, he also looked like a rookie, you know, um, which is to be expected. But yeah, he looks like he can be good. I mean... His, his body already looks like he's been in the NBA for four years. He's super strong. Um, most of the time, he seems to be in the right place. I can't really say that on defense, but on offense, he finds himself underneath the basket wide open. And, you know, whether they lob it up to him or he catches it underneath, um, he knows what to do with it. It's just, you know, I got to see him react faster. You know, when he, when he does get the ball not underneath the basket, I need him to, to find the open man sooner before everybody collapses on him and then he doesn't know what to do. You know, but again, that's going to come with playing time. For them to have their fir- their first and second string centers out and be starting Taj and then the fucking, what, what, the 60th pick of the draft? What was 58. he? 58th pick of the draft, Jericho Sims backing up. And then they, they, they destroy the Pacers and they really win it easily from beginning to end. And he, he just looked, you're right, he's a rookie. There was nothing spectacular, but he filled the void perfectly fine. Yeah. Is he is he on the roster if Mitch is healthy at the beginning of the season or is he in Westchester? Well, I think he's on he's on a two-way contract, right? Which means he could go back and forth between here and Westchester as often as they need him. That's probably what they'll do. Again, they're going to want to get him as much playing experience as possible. Yeah, you I know, mean, I'm Tibbs, assuming yeah. Tibbs isn't going to isn't going to need him up here if they have Mitch, Mitch Nerlens, and Noel and Taj. And Taj. I mean, he's going to want to give Taj minutes. So yeah, there's no minutes there. Mitch healthy is a big if, by the way. Just want to say <laughs> true. That. But but looking at Jericho Sims as your fourth stringer. I mean, that's a, a great four-stringer to have and something that you got in your back pocket for your future. Were you surprised that we didn't get to see Quentin Grimes, really, specifically? Uh, Deuce McBride really lit it up in Vegas, uh, but he's, you know, he was our second-round pick. Quentin Grimes was our first-round pick, so to not see him... Qu- you saw Grimes? Grimes we, uh, came in? Like I mean, we saw him in fucking garbage time. Oh, the, all right. The, the game, the really game was see long Quentin decided. Grimes. You would have yeah, thought you would have seen more of them. It's an unusual thing for, for a Nick fan to not see their first-round pick from that year, at least as part of the rotation in a first the, preseason game. The only thing Just I would say is, you know, they are working in new pieces... And so, you know, if, if it had been essentially the same team as last year with just those couple of rookies, then they probably would have gotten more time at the end. But I think adding Kemba, adding Fournier in there, 
I think a lot of time was spent on on them being on the court to try and you know get some chemistry, and that's probably why those guys were at the very very end. I'm sure towards the end of the preseason they'll get bigger minutes. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's that's the number one reason why the starters played a lot. Not just because it's Thibodeau, and we know Thibodeau wants to win every game. I don't care if it's preseason or not. That's what he wants to do. But yeah, you want to get Kemba and Evan comfortable, and vice versa. You want to get the other guys playing with them comfortable so they you know can get used to each other. I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with it either, but it's clearly a sign to me that Quentin and Deuce are probably on the outside looking in as far as the rotation when the season gets started. It was interesting to me. And again, I mean, this might be nothing because the other guys came in soon after, but Deuce was the first guy up off the bench. And again, you know, you got a guy like Kemba, a guy like Rose. We know there's a lot of mileage on their odometers and we know that they come with, you know, this injury history. So I I think he might be the 11th guy that you see, you know, to give some of those guys relief. And I don't know if it's only going to be in 20 plus you know, leads, 20 point plus leads that the Knicks have before you see that happen during the season. Um, But I think that was telling a little bit too. You know, I don't think we need to assume that quickly is going to fulfill that point guard spot. Um, And then they're going to bring somebody else in. I think it very well could be Deuce as your backup on nights that Rose is off or Kemba's off. Yeah. And then for Grimes, he's going to basically have to get, he's going to have to jump in front of like Knox, Alec Burks, Knox is an easy jump, but Alec Burks <laughs> <laughs> quickly even because I, you know, quickly is either a shooting guard or point guard, right? And Grimes either small forward or shooting guard. Yeah, he's not he's at. not touching any of Alec's minutes. He's not touching any of Quickly's minutes, and I don't think they need to. Look, they, what's the rush to get these these guys to. in? They're, we right. know that they're ten or eleven deep without any of those guys even getting off the bench. Yeah, and there's no need, you know, I'm just for as for player development as anybody else, but it doesn't mean that you have to stick them in there all these games. I mean, the Knicks are a playoff team now, all right? They're a contending team. They've got the potential to be in the top half of the Eastern Conference playoffs this year, one through four seed. So, you know, now is not the time to start sacrificing wins to develop these players. Their development will come, all right? And injuries happen. They'll get their chance. You know, but there's not a definitely not a rush to do it, and certainly not in game one, even preseason game one. I'm sorry, I was I was so fucking distracted that whole time. That's okay. By trying to figure out what's going on in Jason's basement, I thought his kid, one of his kids, came down. No, the Yankees just he lost. Threw, I figured it out finally when you picked up the remote and turned it off. Six two, they lost. Nobody cares about the Yankees in this podcast. I do. And then the biggest news of the night. Guess what, Thibodeau didn't play anyone over 38 minutes, which is a huge accomplishment. What was the most? Uh, oh, 29, 48, of course, yeah. Julius Randle. For Randle. You guys want to listen to some voicemails? Let's get it on. Let's get on these voicemails, Blandy. Yeah, there's a lot of them here. I numbered them for you again, if you could play okay. them in order. Here we go. What's up, guys? It's Chris from Philly. Excited for season five. Even more excited for the, the next season this year with our, with our off-season additions. Just calling because I uh, I think I could be of some assistance with the uh, whole loops confusion. Um, when you play either college sports or, or I guess clearly pro sports as well, you do your laundry uh, as a team. Uh, so the team staff will will collect your laundry and when and when you send it in, they give every player a loop, and so that way you can you know have all your your game shorts and jerseys and shit and all your extra clothes that you, that you want to get washed when you're on the road and and it keeps them in the in the same group so it, it seems like the rookies were 
were in charge of, of dispersing the clean laundry back to everybody. I, I don't know why it was it was done at 3 a.m. Seems like it could have waited till morning, but what are you going to do? Good for the rookies, get some hair on their chest. But like I said, really excited uh, for the season. Really excited to watch Evan Fournier and, and Kemba Walker add some juice to the offense. And also just really, really disappointed in uh, in Barry's performance at the bike shop. I mean, very <laughs> proud of of you to, to not at least ask Mike Breen to come on the pod. Be better. Be better for Craig and be better for Blandy. All right, guys. Thanks again. Yeah, how did how did Mike Breen sound to you, Barry, post buying a bike from from Mineola Bike? Were you thinking about that when you heard his voice? <laughs> yes, yes. You like he sounds like a man who is happy with his bicycle. <laughs> yes, yeah, I pick up on those things, you know, being in the <laughs> being in the business. And uh, yes, I got that vibe. How about that laundry loops? It was fucking laundry I, yeah, loops. I had no idea. I, you know, you try to I Google still don't it even and really you can't find that. that. What does that I don't mean? understand how it how it is that either. But I mean, it makes sense in the context. So I understand because when I went to when I went to sleepaway camp, we did laundry as a bunk, and you would have these nets. You had these nets that had a zipper, and you'd put okay. all your underwear and socks in it and right. zip it up, so that all of your underwear and socks stayed together. So this is like, I I guess I mean I think this is like a loop, a similar thing, but for your shorts and your jersey. So you throw it in there and it stays together. Okay. Right, right. That makes sense. This way it gets clean and all your shit's together. You don't have to mix it up with the other people. That's fucking fabulous. Thank you, Chris. I, I, that, I mean, we didn't even mention anything like that, did we, as a possibility? Who the fuck would no. even think of that? <laughs> no. I, I, I really I, thought I even, it was Fruit Loops. No, I really then, thought they were handing out cereal boxes at, and then at like, 3 o'clock. The, the next day, to, the next day post Amazon pod. and look up Laundry Loops or anything? Yeah. Do they sell that shit to the world? Is that a thing? I don't know. I'm looking it up right now. The next day, I had another thought. I thought maybe it was like those, uh, like a lanyard with like credentials, so you could get into the arena the next day in your away games. I said maybe that's the loop that that he hands out. Yeah, look at this. Holy crap! Yeah, you're right. Comes right up. Laundry loops. Wow. Laundry loop. Get the fuck out of here. Thank you, Chris. I could sleep at night now. Next life laundry loops. What do you think? If we had laundry loops for the show, Jay, you'd be handing them out. That whatever. We sh- we should do that on Patreon. <laughs> Imagine if we did have that question when when everyone was watching live, we could just add, we could find out right then they and could there. Could have helped us out. And not yeah. have to wait a week. All right, next one, Blandy. What's up, Hard Next Life? This is Harry from Buffalo. So I just wanted to help you guys figure out the whole loops thing. Oh. So a loop is actually like a literal loop that holds together like uh, the team uniform. So, of course, we know that. um, You're a little late on that one, dipshit. No, I'm just kidding. It holds (laughs) everything for that player on like a single loop. It's like they're a laundry loop that they get from like facilities or like the equipment room, uh, etc. And the reason I know that is I worked for men's basketball for Division One as a student manager. So, yeah, I have a little bit of experience handing out loops myself. All right, man. It's a uh, hard next life. I really enjoy the podcast. See you later. Interesting. All right, thank you, Harry. So this yeah. brought in two calls already. Like you know, people stepped up for us. You know, I didn't. I could have like not played Harry's, but he. he yeah, it's he, not fair. He came right in after the other one. And I want to get, get both credit in there. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. He should get credit. So We've never heard from him before, right? I think we have. Mm-hmm. Sounds familiar, Harry from Buffalo. Okay. Hey, fellas, it's DB. Uh, I feel the need to clear something up. <laughs> um, my dog is a complete twat. 
but I don't want him dead. Uh, mostly because that. it would make my kids very sad. Uh, but I will say that when the pandemic started and there were some rumors about uh, supply chain problems with food, uh, I did tell my wife, if we have to, I will eat the dog. So, I want <laughs> so my you dog do want dead. dead. That's... We'll eat him in an emergency. So I hope that clears things up. Uh, regarding the Knicks, I'm very excited for the for the pre uh, the uh, preseason game today. Um, you know, I've been thinking about Emmanuel quickly uh, and this new NBA point of emphasis that is taking away all the bullshit fouling from Harden and Trey Young. And I'm really glad that Emmanuel quickly in his second year is only going to be forced to stay away from the bullshit fouling, draw fouling, you know, uh, techniques. Um, you know, I think it's terrible basketball. It's terrible to watch. Uh, Manuel quickly has so many more skills that he can utilize. Uh, maybe now he can drive to the basket, really attack the rim. Uh, which, you know, he'll draw fouls that way and he'll get real fouls. He's idiotic, jumping to the side, slowing down, pushing your ass into somebody's fouls. Uh, what do you think you're going to see from Manuel quickly this year? Uh, I'm excited to see what he's got for us. Okay. Before we answer his question about quickly did you happen to see the clip of steph curry last night in the warriors game he basically pulled one of those that in the past would have been you know a a foul and three shots and i mean he got hammered nothing they called nothing and whoever the announcer were whoever the announcer was was about that this year steph was was steph shocked i i don't i mean I don't know if like he made a face or anything, but like it was the normal kind of thing, and he just leaned into the guy and just chucked it up there, and nothing. The yeah, play that, just that's kept definitely going. a great, great new you know enforcement of the rules that they're going to be doing this season. I, I to piggyback on what DB said, yeah, I agree because quickly is such a likable player. Um, you're like every part of him, you know, on and off the court that, yeah, that to me, that'll taint him as a player, I, you know, because it is an ugly part of the game to me and, and it, it's not a basketball play. Um, so yeah, if he can, you know, nip that in the bud now and, and the rest of the league will nip that in the bud, I think it's better for everybody. Well, I mean, hopefully, it, hopefully it doesn't make him less of a player because last year, even when he wasn't having a great night shooting, he was just going to free throw lines so much. True, but he's got enough tools in his bag and he's continuing to add you know, to his bag. You hear, you know, Tibbs preaches how how much and praises how much IQ watches film and studies himself, studies other players. You hear quickly talking about it. I mean, he said he said he freaking watches film of practice, watches film of practice scrimmages. It's insane. So, um, yes, if he loses that part of his game, he'll in in five minutes, he'll pick up something else. I I could swear I saw a quote from him a, a couple of days ago where he said that he's working on things to compensate for the fact that that's not there anymore. Ways to like still get calls. They all do that. Yeah, they're yeah. all working on ways. They James Harden is known for that every year, finding ways around the rules to get those calls. Right, right, right. Or to not travel while traveling, you <laughs> <Right>. know? <laughs> like, how can I take four steps without getting called for it? Right, it's wild. Let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> I thought he was going with let's get physical, but okay. I know, me too. Let's get physical. Physical. Who's <laughs> that, Olivia Newton-John, right? Yes. Gotta love Ralph. Number five here. What an upgrade in the backcourt. Oh, my God. Wonderful. This is Ralph. Talk to y'all later. No. 
Yeah, Vare commented on that, but I mean, I love hearing Ralph. Never know what he's going to do or say. We're he saying. actually set us up with a an Alan Hahn um, <laughs> podcast interview for an afternoon this week on his own. So thanks, Ralph. It's fucking embarrassing. We got Ralph contacting Alan Hahn. Well, I mean, and somehow Alan Hahn has is responding to him. Ba- Barry say, couldn't come through for us. Ralph's like our booking agent. Yeah. What can I tell maybe you? Ralph was like, if Barry can't do this shit, then maybe I'll yeah. step up. Imagine Ralph was in your store when Mike Breen was buying a bicycle. He oh, would have had that interview. He'd be a full-time member of the fucking podcast. By oh, now. it would have been Pretty. locked up. Absolutely. Yeah. We would have had that interview. Is this going to be Ralph again, Craig? I don't think so. Hey, what's up, guys? It's uh, Justin from Queens. Oh, man. That was, that was really – that was cathartic, you know. It's been a long four and a half months with with no Knicks basketball, so <sighs> I just feel like I can breathe again, you know. The it's it's the middle of the night, but the sun is shining a bit brighter. Um, but seriously, Kemba looked great, Julius looked great. I really, really liked what I saw from RJ as a cutter, and I mean. Obi, Obi looks. Obi almost looks like a different player. He looks like a completely different player. Where did those handles come from? What were they doing over the summer? I don't know, man. I don't know. This this first preseason game, obviously, don't want to get too high, don't get too low, but it looks exactly like we thought it would. You know, it looks exactly <laughs> like we thought it would. That's got to count for something. Uh, you know, Knicks fans is already the smartest fans based in the in the league, so it looks exactly like we thought it would. Hey, you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Hard Knicks life, baby. Let's go. It's up and it's stuck, y'all. Looking exactly like you thought it should, I mean, that credit goes to Thibodeau all the way because how many teams does management do their best to put players in place? And maybe they do a good job, but the coach doesn't know what to do with it or can't get the pieces to connect so quickly. And I think that's what Thibodeau does. I mean, you hear all the guys preaching and how hard they're working in, in practice, this and that. And, you know, maybe it's maybe it's a little BS. Maybe it's just talking for the media with what they want to hear. But, I mean, look, the proof is in the pudding, right? And, again, one game in the preseason. We'll see what happens as we head into the regular season in a couple of weeks. But, um, but yeah, I give that credit to Tibbs all the way. I feel good. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> what would you rate Ralph's singing voice on a one to ten? Well, you're only getting little snippets, so I don't know. I I need to hear like his range. You know, he needs him to warm up a little, right? Ralph, could you could you call in and sing like a full song for us? I yeah, would like love this that. was this is three point eight seconds. It's it's a it's a little difficult to tell. And I think when I you when you <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Yeah, cause, and when you critique a singer, you know, the, the singer's got to speak to you. And he speaks to me. He touches me. <laughs> uh, maybe you, you want to come on live for the next podcast, Ralph. Go on to that Patreon site. Come on live for the next show and you can sing for everybody. Ralph should sing the It's a Hard Next Life. Yes. Yes. Ralph, sing the theme song. It will lead off the next show. That'd be pretty cool. Imagine we had, imagine we could get whoever comes to the show live to sing together the Hard Knicks Life theme song for the intro. No, Barry, you're you're wincing. Mm. <laughs> Sounds kind of cringy to me. 
Sounds amazing. What is up, everybody? It's your boy DJ. I'm back. Like our Knicks. Uh, yes, very solid win in Pause the first this. preseason game against the Pacers. By the way, DJ has now stopped his boycott on the show because. Oh. Is he boycotting the show? I didn't put oh. two and two together, but now that you mention it. Barry and I at least have now sent in our payments to be official members of Knicks Nation Germany. I have yet to do that. I told him, by the way, because he was like, yeah, um, I was like, Barry and I sent it in thinking that, that was great news. Finally, after like months of Daniel being a nervous wreck about us not being able to send in the money. I thought it was, he was going to be like, that's amazing. But he was like, but why has, where's Bl Blandy hasn't sent in his yet? Huh. And I said, don't fucking count on Blandy. He doesn't have PayPal. He can barely figure out how to use his computer. <laughs> <laughs> And then he well, said to me, true. I he just said don't to have me, PayPal. Don't you, he said, well, can you pay for him? And then he can just pay you in person the next time he sees you. Oh, he went there? I was like, fuck no. Trying to figure it all begging out. Begging Blandy for money every time I see him. Did he really say that or are you making that up? No, he really said that. He wow. That. Okay. <laughs> I'll do what I can. I'll do what I can. Very creative point guard play with, with uh, our hometown boy, Kemba, and Derek Rose uh, through... Uh, 48 minutes um, we have with with Kemba and Fournier uh, a lot of new weapons uh, on the offensive side of the of the field um, this will help us a lot this year we with uh, we see that we have uh, like 70 points uh, in the first half 67 wow, that's, that's really yeah. great that's really great Let's see how the defense uh, works out this year, but I think uh, Tips will have a plan, and um, I think we have so many competitive players uh, that the plan will work out. Okay, guys. Um, yeah. Craig and Barry, now you are officially, <laughs> officially on board. <laughs> the finger pointing is now on, on, on Blandy. Oh my I God, hope what to I see tell you. you as well in our club. Oh, okay, man. peace, guys. He tried so hard to not bring it up. You could he you could hear him at the end trying to get out of there, and they couldn't resist. It's all on you, Blandy. You know what he thinks? A sucking fuckers. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he probably he probably does get off the call. He's like, "All right, guys, have a great night." <laughs> you motherfucking sucking fucker, Blandy. This is your boy, DJ. Thank <laughs> so you for nice. paying for me, but Blandy, a sucking fuckers. <laughs> Sucking fuckers. All right. Yeah. If there's one thing, by the way, that he said it'll be interesting to see what the defense does, that's the one thing I'm not worried about with Tibbs. Uh, defense is going to be good no matter what. Yeah. Even if no you think concerns. that they went down a rung, like individually, like maybe at the Peyton spot and the Bullock spot. Again, I mean, the way that the reason why their defense was so good, you know, the, the, the defensive ratings and such was because they played on a string, because they played cohesive as a team. Everybody knew where to be. And yeah, Tibbs is going to get everybody like that again. So yeah, maybe a little bit of a drop off yeah. from last year, but I mean, they should still be in the top 10 in those categories. I don't think there's going to be much because then you also add in that the whole team is just another year under Tibbs and they're more comfortable with it. They're more used to it. They're not going to gradually get better as the season goes on. They can start from where they ended last that's, year from day that's one. That's true. Team chemistry is a big thing. Yeah. We'll see. I don't think it's going to get that much worse just because we lost Bullock and fucking Alfred. Fucking Alfred. 
All right, y'all hear that music? It is time for the news with Blanderson Hooper. This is the last news segment that Blandy's going to be doing. What? Without all of you watching. Oh. All right, and the news is presented by Clarkson Avenue Crumb Cake Company. They are changing the crumb cake game. Jay, give me a little drum roll. Do you have that? I do. The crumb cake of the month for October is <laughs> the Great Pumpkin Crumb Cake. Yeah. The Great Pumpkin Crumb Cake. Get that sexy music playing. And okay. Blandy, why don't you tell us about the Great Pumpkin Crumb Cake? I will tell you all about it. So, this particular cake um, is a pumpkin cake with chocolate chips baked in. And it is topped with a pumpkin spice cream cheese frosting and pumpkin spice crumbs. Mm. Those pumpkin uh, crumbs, they are very, very plump. And that cheese, uh, cream cheese frosting, it just, it oozes out of your your mouth with, with every bite that you take. You'll be cleaning that off uh, after every bite. They explode with flavor. Every single bite will explode with You'll be cleaning flavor. what and off? What? You'll be cleaning what off with every bite? That cream cheese frosting that'll just be oozing out of your mouth. Oh, okay. <laughs> Barry gets so uncomfortable during those. He just sits back and goes into his phone. Yeah, like what was he doing? I don't know. Are you checking Twitter? Nick's yeah, Twitter? Barry. Yeah. It's not cool. From holiday gift boxes to the world-famous Crumpkins, they even have a Crumb Cake of the Month subscription you can get for 3, 6, or 12 months. And you can build your own Crumb Cake. Go to ClarksonAveCrumb.com. Use promo code HARDNICKSLIFE for 23% off your order. And remember, the the Crumb Cake of the Month you also get free shipping on, so. Mm. And it's actually cheaper right now. It's like $30 plus free shipping plus 23% off. So not a bad deal. All right, so here we go. Um, first off, let's just some Knicks news. Uh, the Knicks waived Luca Vildoza the other day, leaving them with uh, 14 spots, which which leaves them with one uh, open for the roster. You know, with the with the trade for or the the signing of Kemba, obviously, and then the drafting of McBride, there really was no place for him on on the team. I mean, he really didn't show us anything in the, in those summer league games that he got got into. Um, in other Knicks news, fan cited did the top 25 NBA players under the age of 25, and R.J. Barrett is not on that list. What's more shocking is that there was a Nick on the list. Yeah, and, and Mitchell <laughs> Mitchell Robinson was number 21, which makes no sense. No. Yeah, I mean, we love Mitch, of course, but the oft-injured Mitch they put in the top 25 and uh, RJ, just the snub continues. Yeah. I mean, Everyone Kevin Porter's on that RJ. list. Gary Trent's on that list. Jared Allen's on that list. So just, you know, one slight after another for for him. Uh, all right. Let's talk about COVID vaccines. Kyrie was not at Nets practice today. And from what I could see on the internet, the the team is the team brass is getting nervous at this point that he is not going to be ready for the start of the season, that he will not have had his his vaccines, which if that's the case, he would have to miss 43 games during the course of the season. It's not just 41 because there's the two at the Garden. 
So 43 yeah. games he would be out for. And was that was that practice today in San Diego or was it back over here? No, it was here. Was he not at practice because he wasn't allowed to be without the no, vaccine? He can't get into the facility. I don't think he's allowed he can't even, even the facility. Pra- they can't even practice. No, I don't believe he's allowed in the, the facility. Games. Okay. Fred Katz of um, The Athletic had a pretty good tweet. I don't know if it was today or yesterday. He said, you know, basically, if the Nets move back to New Jersey, then this wouldn't really be an issue. Um, <laughs> so is that, are they thinking about that? I don't know. Is that what maybe Kyrie's trying to maybe, get to happen? Maybe they should. Good. Go fucking back to New Jersey. The The league helped out last week by saying that any NBA player who misses a game because they're unvaccinated will not be paid. Uh, and they agreed with the Players Association to a reduction in pay of 1 and 91.6 of a salary per game. So that means right now, Kyrie, each game he misses would be on the hook for $381,000. Is there any chance Kyrie gives in and gets vaccinated? Yeah. That's a lot of money. I mean, 10 games is 3.8 million, so you're talking talking about 15, 16 million bucks. Wiggins got the vaccine now, Yes. Yeah. And um, I guess it, Kyrie's different, though. I I think he's going to stand by. I, I mean, the, the dude stands by the earth being flat. No, he doesn't. I think he stands by him questioning it. But he, look, he's he is a smart guy. I don't I don't I deep down don't believe that Kyrie believes the earth is flat. I think he just likes to, you know, make discussions out of things and have people talk and so forth. He's smart. He's always been smart his entire life. He's been smart. Um I do think that he gave in because I think first and foremost, as much as he you know likes to pride himself on being human and, and this and that, he's a baller. He loves to play the sport of basketball. Okay, and as much does as he, he wants to say that's not, he does. What are you fucking? You can see the way he plays year, on the court. He's an he artist. But last on the year, he had no problem court. being out for weeks for no apparent reason. Yeah, I mean, weeks, but a season for no reason. So a whole now season he's got an on a team that reason. he basically helped construct Gary, and put together. If, he took off for like three weeks in the middle of the year last year, because, and he was going to birthday parties. Yeah, as sure. bizarre he as plays, he is, I can't see him walking away from all of this. If he plays, it's not because he he loves basketball. It's because he would lose $16.3 million. He's not walking away from that. No, I don't think that's it. I don't think that would be the reason. When's he playing again then? Well, there's the question. He's already into the season. He's going to miss some games because it's going to be two weeks from the date he gets his uh, his. So, uh, I mean, unless he's screwing around and he really is vaccinated and he's just making a, you know, he's just trying to prove a point or he's just- That could be it too. Who knows? He's the um, kind Bradley, of guy that would say, like, you know, I could play anywhere. It doesn't need to be the NBA. I'll go play abroad. No way. Bradley Beal still isn't vaccinated. I believe that he and Kyrie are the two highest profile players as of right now that are yet to mm. to be vaccinated that we know about. Andrew Wiggins did get it. Uh, Andrew Wiggins was not happy about getting it. He said he was forced to and said that he doesn't own his own body. Um, he also said that he hopes that other people in the country will have uh, more power than him and more courage than him to you know re- reject the vaccines. He also that, said he. That's will what not he put, hopes. He doesn't hope that the vaccine will do its yeah. job and keep he, everybody safe. He also he hopes, said, "What a that, fucking asshole!" He other people should have more power and strength than him. Yeah, a dude who has more money than he could ever fucking need. I don't care how much money you're going to lose. He, they have more well, money he, than any of us are ever going to fucking see. He also and we should said have that, more strength than him. 
he he doesn't you know he hopes that or he, you know he he doesn't want to put anything unnatural in his body that's one of the reasons why he doesn't want to get the vaccine but yet from from everything that i've read he carries an EpiPen with him around everywhere because he has allergies so you know god forbid something were to happen he's got no problem having somebody jam that into his body and injecting him with how many chemicals but well yeah because you could have or he could annoying. die or he could die on the spot if he doesn't inject himself mm-hmm. would you blame him for that well I mean, he doesn't. You if he doesn't want to put anything oh, can, in the natural in his body. He doesn't even want to put if he can't in breathe. He could die of COVID. Yeah, it's, that that allergy shit is like a sudden death. Right, but it's. Die. I'm just saying it's it's a it's a it's an argument that it doesn't work. Here we are. Isn't it unbelievable? We're arguing about fucking medical shit. I know. Epipens. Exactly. <laughs> well, listen, they do their own research. They're doing their own research. Uh, Ennis Cantor was on CNN, and he was asked about. Uh, LeBron James finally admitting that he um, got the vaccine. Do you want to hear that? I'd rather hear about what Ennis Cantor thinks about the playoffs. Well, I mean. When I think about playoffs, my nipples get hurt. <laughs> okay. You know how he feels about Those playoffs. were the days. His nipples get hard. Things were light, COVID-free. Go ahead. L- l- let's hear Ennis I cut the question out, but they asked just about the question was about LeBron and the black community and just in general him having a responsibility. You know when I you know when I heard it, I was very disappointed and it's ridiculous. You know, obviously LeBron James, he's one of the face of the uh, league, and he should be the first one to go out there and say, "Listen, everyone, you know, I, I got the vaccine, and I'm encouraging everyone, my community, you know, everyone, basketball fans, non-basketball fans, all the uh, sport fans are." Just going out there to get this uh, vaccine so we can save other uh, lives. So uh, to, when I heard that, I just couldn't uh, believe it. But um, I hope he can educate himself uh, about this uh, vaccination and inspire and encourage uh, other people around him. Now, we know that there's no love lost between between those two. Right? Didn't they have an issue when he yeah. was on the Knicks? Yeah, they, they, they stood nose to nose. Yeah. Yeah, that was the so, Frank, I mean, I'm Frank, sure that that Frank incident. Yeah, the Something, you know. Yeah, that played a part, I'm sure. But Cantor has been very, very outspoken about. Yeah, he's been outspoken vaccinated. against LeBron before as well. So he doesn't uh, like it. Speaking of the Nets, in a survey of the NBA GM, 72% of the NBA GMs pick the Nets to win the NBA title this year. I think the other question they were asked was who would they, what player in the league would they want to build a, a team around? Want to take a guess as to who they went with? I'm going to say either Giannis or Luka Doncic. Hmm. Mm. I'll say Doncic. Uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, it was it was Luka. Slightly a slight win over over Giannis. Mm. Uh, the Sixers have withheld 8.25 million dollars from Ben Simmons that they were supposed to have paid him, I believe, today because he has yet to report, and all indications are that things are only getting worse. Um, and from what I've I've read, a lot of NBA teams are hoping that the Sixers stand their ground with him since he's got four years left on that big deal that he signed. And they think it would just set a really bad precedent if so quickly into the deal he could force his way out of the out of the city. Embiid had a cool little tweet or jab um, subtly against Simmons um, the other day where, you know, he said, um, you know, when I get criticized about a part of my game, I look to work on it and get better, but not everybody's built that way. And then uh, last thing that I have here is that uh, Pau uh, Gasol has uh, decided to hang it up. 
after 18 seasons, and I believe the Lakers are going to retire his number 16 jersey. Uh, and that's the way the basketball bounces. All right, guys, that's going to do for today's show. Remember, you can reach out to us. It's a hardnextlife at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at hardnextlife, Barry at Barry Dworkin, Blandy at Blandy Hooper, and you can call us at 516-33-MESH-1. But even better than calling us, you can now just come on the show. Next Monday night, you can be here with us live. You guys excited for this? We're scared. Yeah, and, and you guys have to go on Patreon and check it out. We've got three separate tiers that you could buy into, uh, each offering you a different... Different experience. experience. Each one's a different experience. Should we Should we need to list the tiers? No, they can just go on. They just go on. You can check say them if you want. Let's force everyone to go look themselves before they are underwhelmed by what we tell them. I think it's good. I think it's going to be cool. We'll see. All seven of you can... Uh, please, I'm begging you. Let's not... I don't want seven people. Well, that not beg. if like if two people what don't beg. Listen, don't beg. That's even worse. I, I think I have to beg for voicemails. I have to beg for fucking reviews. When we beg, it works. <laughs> don't assume that everyone, all of our listeners, are going to be going on, and you don't need to go on there to support us. Come on and support us. Patreon.com/slash HardMixLife. And just so you know, there is a one dollar a month option on there. You know, so even if it's just to support. The next podcast yeah. that you listen to every week. For a few extra bucks, you get to see us once a month. And for a little bit more, you get to see us every time you fucking want. Live. Well, not every time you want. Every time you want that we're available. I was actually thinking about doing a, for an upper tier. Ooh, upper, upper tier. I can, well, we had a couple options. One Barry's, one Barry's wife wouldn't let us do. <laughs> we wanted to, for a certain amount of money which was not going to be cheap. We were going to send you an invite to Barry's monthly poker night at his house on Long Island. Including a, the fr- a free buy-in a for that A free buy-in. Well. Often the three of us are there. I don't want to use their name to promote something for us, but other Nick's content creators show up. Some of Barry's wacky fucking neighbors have no <laughs> idea how to play poker show up. And I think I still think we should do it, Barry. You just don't tell your wife that we're doing it, and you just say it's a friend coming that right. week. I mean, it's an old, it's an old why would she fucking know? I know. I the other option was a live cam- webcam, twenty-four-seven webcam of Barry's basement. <laughs> that was an option. When did we discuss that, Barry? Did you no, guys discuss I, well, that we in never a private discussed chat? It, but it was an idea I came up with. <laughs> Given the rat us? situation in Barry's basement, the kids playing with the ball, with the poop, Barry goes in there a lot, you got NBA Jam there, you got a lot of activity down there, I thought it would be a great, uh... 90% of the time it's my kids down here, it's a little creepy, I don't need people staring at my children. <laughs> you don't want Ralph watching your basement all the time, singing Let's Get what? Physical? <laughs> Why Ralph? Why you gotta bring up Ralph? <laughs> I don't know, because he, he, he calls us like... We got like seven voicemails a week from Ralph, and he's fucking setting up interviews with Alan Hahn. Don't discourage. There's one guy I think who would watch your basement webcam. It's Ralph. Don't discourage Ralph from calling in. No, Ralph. We want him live to sing on the next show. You think that's going to discourage Ralph? We haven't said one thing to discourage him yet. (laughs) No. He just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Fan favorite. Fan favorite. When's the next game, Barry? Saturday night, 7 p.m. in Washington against the Wizards. Feel free, Wizards. All right, guys, until next time, when we all see you live right here, it is a hard Knicks.
the hell just happened there? What are you talking about? What happened? It went Nick. Didn't do that for you? It's your fucking computer, Jay. We didn't have that, so you just have to say life to end the show, and we can end okay. it. Life. Oh my god. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.